0: Hello and thank you for joining us today at Distracted by Life. Our podcast is all about making change within yourself and your relationships. We share conversations, stories, and explore ideas coming from our lifelong journey of the high points and especially the low points where we learn to face our fears or cope with pain, loss, and failure. We do this in a discovery quest to establish patterns around our past and understanding whether we are tripping up from our past or being held hostage by it. We work on identifying ways to move forward, aligning our core values and unlocking the keys to self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-compassion and letting go of what is not serving you positively in life. A better you is always there, ready to explore in a new world. So let's begin. Today's podcast deals with when the picture is blurry. I'm a bit curious as to what's meant by this title. Let's take a look at what it's all about with Amal and myself. Hi, Amal, and welcome.
1: Hi, Dan. It's good to be here, as always.
0: So what do you mean by when the picture is blurry?
1: Well, how often have you moved moved forward with making a decision, but it was hard for you to see the big picture? I know I have at least a few times over.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, there were, I'd say, quite a few times I made decisions uh, not knowing what the outcome going to look like.
1: Well, so let's let me give you an example. At a lifetime, some at some point, I wanted to. The, I was in a situation where I did. I could not stay on the on the current organization that I was in, and a move had to take place. So. I put myself out there, uh, applied for a jo- few jobs, few opportunities that I thought uh, would be interesting. And then um, a recruiter reached out to me through, a, um, an, through an ex- a firm that was hiring for a boutique family-owned real estate company. And um, there was so much kind of privacy through and confidentiality through the whole thing um, going through the interview, and I thought this is, you know, uh, SNU, never worked in real estate before, and also family-owned, very rich family-owned company. And so what I did was, I I was hesitant because it wasn't my kind of cup of tea to real estate, but then I thought, you know, why not? I should be open to new ideas, new places, new industries to add to my diverse portfolio. So I accepted the role, and In one hand, I guess what what made me go for it, like agreed to kind of move forward with the decision of jumping ship was it was a step into a C-suite level, which what I was was part of my career goals and trajectory that I was that I was planning for myself. And then the other part would be, okay, it's new complete new industry let's go you know try what that feels like what looks like for me what the potential is and it was also close to home so it wasn't so bad and that what convinced me to go for it even though i had some hesitation all along and i couldn't i couldn't put my hands on what those hesitation were to be honest at the time it was not clear for me so much uh, even though it had these some positive aspect to the role why I was still hesitant in making the move suffice to say I just I made the move anyway and once I made that move I realized that the decision, the process of to convincing me to jumping into this was I had to assess the situation at the time. Where I was, it wasn't working out. Either way, I looked at it, I needed to move. I needed to just take jump, take a leap of faith and take that role, which I did. When I jumped the ships three weeks into the role, the new role, me joining this um, real estate company, I realize that it's not going to work out. You're probably thinking that's crazy. In three weeks, you were able to tell that? I i was. It was very evident in three weeks into the role that this is not going to work out because that means a regression in skills set for me and challenge in the role. And I'm going to end up being stuck in a role that's frankly was going to be quite boring and would does not align with my career goals. I wanted to keep going. I had a, 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 I had a picture for myself where I want to see myself.
0: Would you say it was (coughs) exactly as described or pretty common? The job turned out to be a lot different than what was,
1: it was completely different from the job description, the job description and how it was described by the recruiter was it provide challenges, I would do some projects, I would be doing different things. And so it was exciting. It gave me that excitement. And I thought, okay, that means I'm going to learn new skills, which is good, not bad. But when I was into the job three weeks later, I realized there isn't a lot of excitement. The pace was very, very slow for me. And the reality is I am a high-performing Executive assistant. Slow pace doesn't work for me. Challenge keeps me grounded, keeps me on my toes. I, I get a kind of a, a high from a challenge, obviously within reason. You also don't want to challenge the executive assistant to the point to the breaking point, but you wanna be able to provide that middle meet them halfway right and i realize this is not where it's going to be for me and if i stayed longer in it a i'm wasting time on other opportunities that i could actually move into and another thing it become um my skill set some of them that means i'm not going to use some of the skill set that i have and i'm good at and then i don't want to lose touch with those skills that I could benefit from so the crazy thing I did was prior to accepting this role I had another recruiter through an executive research firm came um, that I was dealing with prior to accepting this role and I was interviewing with them but then halfway through I didn't proceed forward with the interview I kind of I just kind of removed my application from the running because I ended up accepting this boutique boutique state real estate and so what I did was crazy thing I thought three weeks later I'm gonna reach out to this recruiter which by then i'm pretty sure they filled the role i was convinced because they were looking and interviewing for months for this very specific role and it was hard for them to fill i reached out to the recruiter sure enough i said you know where i am currently it's not really working out so i was wondering if you're if if the role is still if the role is still open the recruiter mentioned that they're still interviewing, That actually in the last week of interviews before their short listing. And if I can come in for, you know, to meet, I, I said, sure. Went, met the recruiter, met the executives, seemed good enough at the time for me. It offered also a different challenge, um, also a prestige, and it, it just aligned with the goals of the car- my career. So, I accepted the role and ended up resigning from the other company and joined this this new role. And it was pretty much that and I think the truth is at the beginning the reason why I removed my application it's not just because I also accepted the other job, the, obviously the other real estate was moving a lot quicker in the process of interviewing and coming back to me compared to the other recruiter. So I basically, you know, the mentality of first come, first serve. So whoever is going to give me an offer first, I'm going to take it. And that's one aspect. That's what I did that landed me at the real estate. And the other reason is that after interviewing and seeing the dynamic of the environment, I actually... talked myself out of going forward in the interviews and accepting the other job because I was afraid. I was afraid I won't perform at the level and the expectation of the environment and the executive which were which were my main reasons why I I declined and removed my application from the role and settled for another one that I thought it's also new it, they both were new in that I never worked before.
0: So, okay, so a little bit of the blurriness here. D- do, you, do you think maybe, if I understand the blurriness properly, do you think maybe now looking back on it, you overthought? You, you overthought the decision? Or you just didn't have enough information?
1: I think I did not trust my, my abilities to do the other job. I underestimated my abilities because the environment and the way the other industry presented itself. It was a law firm. So I was, I felt I'm not good enough to be in a law firm. Like this is a a whole new, a whole new seriousness. And I didn't think I would be able to perform at that expectation and level.
0: So that's the blurry part. You just didn't know what was on the other side. I didn't know what
1: that was. And then the, real estate one also new industry and i thought it was provided enough picture for me because i know i can perform but then what i didn't realize i am i'm like a ferrari for the real estate job pretty much my performance would be is that i'm high performing high achieving high this high that at a and at a, at a Environment that has quite the lower pace, slow pace, actually, um, for me. And it wasn't going to take off to anywhere. They won't be like a sort of a career trajectory of any sort. The only thing it it was going to give me is that it shows them in a C-suite level support. And I can continue from there. So the jump into this for three weeks, it didn't bring me the other job. It Actually, I was interviewing at the same time between the two. It's just a matter of one of them came back quicker and didn't take longer to get to interview people and get back to me. And so at the time, a decision needed to be made. So I wasn't going to sit and wait. I took the real estate because it was moving and progressing at the speed that I needed for my situation and circumstances at, at that time. Was it the right decision? Not necessarily. Picture I thought was semi semi clear, but turned out to be blurry. And then when I ended up leaving and joining the other um, the firm, the f- pretty much the finale was I knew I can not stay where I am. I, it's just not going to work for me. Too boring. It's not working out for me, won't enhance my skills, it won't harness some of the things that I I have that I want to practice and want to do, and it didn't fit with the vision of my career. So I jumped ship, joined the firm, the finale was basically, you know, we can go a little deeper at another podcast episode where I went from there, from the firm, but the big picture was finally clear to me that after I removed myself from the very same situation that was causing me the uncertainty, which is this three weeks being at this limbo with, is it going to get better where I am? And kind of just making the jump into moving on, into taking, taking that risk, putting aside my fear of not performing and all that, and trusting my ability that I can perform at that level. Sometimes the, the picture is blurry for a reason because there is always something to learn from the circumstances you are facing. At times, people might want to cause you harm or don't want to see you succeed. Some even tend to go out of their way to, because they are driven by jealousy and greed because it feels good for them that you're stuck and you're not moving or at a loss. Whatever the circumstances are for you, when you take a step back, quiet the mind, assess the situation, and proceed with an optimistic outlook that regardless of the outcome, whether good or bad, don't let that hold you back from making a decision or even taking an action. And also don't attach yourself to the outcome. Because I was attaching myself to the outcome. I wanted to guarantee myself I can perform at that level. But then the truth is I can. It's just I didn't trust it myself. That should not define how you live your life or define you as a person. If you operate from a fear-based level, As a result, you will always attract a lower vibration energy that will end up leading you into unfulfilled life. Always wanting more, looking for more, but unwilling to take some risk to get there. And because you are either afraid or too invested in the outcome, you won't bother taking the risk. You won't take the action either. Failure is not final or a death a death sentence unless you make it to be so in your life, right? But in the, the, but the essence of who you are and your inner being should not operate from fear or ego base. If you want to feel the riches of every experience and meet each moment as it arises, there are no winners or losers here unless that is the narrative you tell yourself. I hope you enjoy tuning in for this episode until next time it is good to be here with you all may you see the big picture in your journey as circumstances become less blurry when you are traveling on the road of life back to you then
0: well, thanks amal and thank you all for joining us here at distracted by life um i, I like this episode It kind of gave me a little bit of clarity on on stuff that i did in, in the past Uh, My personal takeaway, though, is that sometimes a picture is blurry for a reason because there's always something to learn from the circumstances you're facing. And just to take a second out, uh, you know, going from country to country, job to job, I now see, you know, what used to be really blurry uh, has taught some some serious lessons in life. That's for sure. Uh, Basically, be patient as the purpose will be revealed in its own time. If you're interested to learn more, check out Amal's website at amalcandido.com, where she talks about her coaching world with links to other podcasts and books as well. With that said, stay tuned for our next episode. And from Amal and myself, thanks again and talk to you soon.